0: Hello world, I'm John Laws. What's on your mind, Australia? Give us a call and tell us all about it. We'd love to know. One three hundred five six four six five two is the telephone number that you dial. If you'd like to send a text message, zero four five eight zero four nine two zero nine zero four five eight zero four nine two zero nine. But the phone's the best. One three hundred five six four six five two. On this Thursday morning, it's the twentieth day of May, and another Australian man has died in India. As the the number of Australians. Citizens registered with foreign affairs in India rises sharply. Situation is not good. We'll talk about that and many other things as we go through the morning. And we need your help to keep the dream alive. Because we're the dream alive. All right. Give us a call. one Did I not do the useless information? Well, apparently I didn't do the useless information. Hmm. Yeah, OK. The Eiffel Tower leans away from the sun. They're pretty useless. <music> Who have we got? Dan, are you there?
1: Yeah, John, I am. How are you? How are you
0: going? I'm OK, Dan. Thank you. What about you?
1: Mate, just a discussion between me and all the boys here. We've been talking about what's happened in Australia. We've had, we've had the fires. We've had the floods, we've had the epidemic, um, now we're having the, the mouth plague. We're all just wondering what uh, what take Leone has on all this.
0: Well, it, obviously it's of God's making because according to Leone, and not unreasonably, everything is of, uh, of God's making, so I, I, I don't know. She's bound to what's today, Thursday? She's bound to ring, so I'll ask her.
1: Well, there's 18 guys here waiting to hear because none of us are really religious. We're all a bit uh, sceptic when it comes to stuff like that.
0: All right. Uh, so you, you blokes can't make up your mind?
1: No, we... Um, I don't know. Me personally, um, I think there's too much bad in the world to believe that there's something good out there. So.
0: Oh, come on. There's always something good.
1: Oh, there is. But I don't know. If there was someone out there that was supposedly our overseer and looking after us, uh, I think they'd deliver a little bit more good than what's happening at the moment with everything.
0: What do you do for a living out of interest, Dan?
1: Um, landscaper, mate.
0: Good on you. What a wonderful... That's a great job, being a landscaper, creating wonderful, wonderful gardens. Hard work, though.
1: We don't have to pay for gym memberships, so we're all working hard, and we're working on our tans at the same time, so I can't complain.
0: That's pretty good news. Good on you. I appreciate your call, Dan, and I hope... Tell the fellas that uh, working with you, I said good day, and I hope they all have a great weekend.
1: I will. Thanks, John. You have a good day.
0: And you too. OK, tell me what's on your mind. one three hundred five six four six five two. It's Cher's birthday today of sunny and Cher sure fame. Yep. I don't know how old she is. Don't have any idea, actually. 75, I think. So happy birthday, Cher, wherever you might be. And I don't know where you might be, but I hope you have a happy birthday. I like Cher. I met her. Spent a bit of time with Cher. And she's a very nice woman. According to the National Enquirer, the only time Sher was happy with her looks was when she was 40. I mean, that was 50 years ago. Oh, well, we've got Leonie there. Are you there, Leonie?
2: Yes, good morning, John.
0: OK. Yes. Uh, what do you think about... I've been asked to ask you, what do you think about all the problems? I mean, if there really is a higher power... Why are we allowing uh, drought and fires and floods and pandemic to, to happen with such consistency?
2: Well, um, this is a fallen world. Like When God made the world perfect, um, people chose to sin, and um, we've been sinning ever since. And so it's, it's not a perfect okay, but, world. Okay,
0: but why does God let us sin?
2: Well, because it's a choice, John. He didn't, when he made people, he didn't want robots. Like, he didn't make them to say, right, you people are always going to do exactly what I say. Um, and, then, and that's why it is a fallen world, just like we have a choice now. Like, in Australia, our Constitution says that we're humbly relying on the blessings of Almighty God. Well, I see that slipping and slipping. How okay, many people- well,
0: well, let's get back to Dan. Uh, because that was what I wanted to talk about. Dan was saying that they find it hard to believe in God when he sends us all these trials and tribulations, and there are certainly of them. Now, why does God do that? Can you answer that question?
2: Yes, I, yeah, I was, that was part of the answer, John. Because Yes,
0: I know it was part of the answer, but it wasn't the whole. Why does God send us all these uh, difficult things that we've got to go through and we do have to go through them or we won't survive?
2: No, well, part of it is that we we aren't depending on God, so we most of the Australia couldn't care less what God said in the Bible. We've gone against all the principles that He stated, uh, and it's a way God gets our attention. I mean, even Dan and hello, Dan and all the fellows on the job. Um, a lot of people don't give God a thought until something starts to go wrong. So things will go wrong, especially more so when people disobey. Uh, And I see Australia doing that all the time, like with the laws that are being passed and, um, you know, so many things. Mark uh, Latham sticks up for a lot of the good things. But, uh, yeah, I I can't say individually about each thing, but, um, yeah, I can see why God might want to do that. And actually, when Dan rang, I was already waiting online because I wanted to talk about Israel, (laughs)
0: Oh, okay. Well, quickly, what do you want to say about Israel? But we'll need to be quick because we've talked for a while now. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, I I might be better to to ring back tomorrow because it's probably not really a quick thing.
0: Okay, all right. You call me tomorrow then, uh, Leonie. All
2: right. Okay. Thank you, John.
0: Thank you, Leonie. Very devout, our Leonie, and very, very persistent. And she rings. And she rings. So it's... uh, if she rings, I'm going to talk to her. Well, there are countless businesses across the United States which have refu- refused entry to mask wearers and vaccine recipients. <laughs> you know, I thought Australia was above that sort of uh, ridiculous practice, but it seems now it's leaked into Australian society with a the, with the hair salon on the Gold Coast refusing to serve customers if they have been vaccinated. Not if they haven't been vaccinated... But if they have been vaccinated, the the owner's name is Yasmin Jade Alder, and she's taken to Facebook to say, "We are not your hairdresser if you've had the COVID, the coronavirus vax." You know, talk I don't know, talk about Darwinism. I mean, she's quite obviously an anti vaxxer and it's uh, those people that are going to be wiped off the face of the earth if they don't stop acting like morons. The the politicisation of of science would have to be more deadly than the virus itself. The way these people are going on, can't believe it. Really can't believe it. Uh, David, are you there?
3: Yes, John. I'm here. David from Woolworth.
0: Okay, David, what do you want to talk about?
3: Um, John, I heard your conversation with Dan this morning and also Leone's conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard Leone several times in the past. There's absolutely nothing she says that I can disagree with. I see. Yes. Uh, The reason I called your number this morning, John, uh, I called you a couple of years ago about a song you once recorded regarding a truck driver who gave his life to save others.
0: Yeah, I remember that's a long time ago. Phantom 309 or something it was called. Phantom
3: 309, yes. John, I said then there is no greater love than to lay down a life for a friend. True. Yeah, thanks, John. Um, I'd like to comment on another tune you played yesterday. June Pitney, The Man Who Shot Liberty Balance. Good song. Like you, I like June Pitney's songs. I also like Marty Robbins' song. If you can fit those in your program at some stage, I would only thank you.
0: Well, certainly, all right.
3: Regarding the man who shot Liberty Balance, if you listen closely to the end of Gene Pitney's song, you'll hear the words, Two shots rang out. The man from the East didn't fire his gun. The man who shot Liberty Balance was on the sideline. Yes. And we were all led to believe it was the man from the East, even us. Two shots rang out. Anyway, John... That's the story
0: as I know it. Fascinating, I'm sure. (laughs) Dear, dear, dear. We'll just play it. Work it out for yourself. Listen to the words. I think you'll get the message. Hey, here's a good story. In Texas, a fellow called Quentin Philip Jones was executed for murdering his great-aunt but he turned down the last meal before his execution. <laughs> he said he said he was watching his weight. There's a text here I'm completely devastated. All these years I thought the lawman shot Liberty Valance. Or well, didn't he? Ah, uh, didn't he? Well, we better listen to it again. And tell me who shot who.
2: The man who shot Liberty Valance, He shot Liberty Valorant He was the bravest of them all
0: Yeah, it was Tom who shot Liberty from the shadows across the street. So it was Tom the part played by John Wayne. And as usual, John Wayne had to be the hero. John Wayne saved America, really. So that's the story. But uh, James Stewart, he was the lawyer, wasn't he? An aspiring lawyer. His name was Rance Stoddard. James Stewart played that part. He received credit for the murder of that marauding bastard, Liberty Valance. That was played by the brilliant, one of my favourite actors, Lee Marvin. He was actually shot by that rough-around-the-edges cowboy... Tom Donovan and that part was played by John Wayne Tom Donovan shot Liberty from the shadows across the street and that was it Okay, uh, Ross, are you there? You there, Ross? Sorry? Yeah, Ross, are you there? I am Well, what do you want to talk about, Ross? Sorry? Oh, Jesus Ross, what do you want to talk about?
4: I, uh, is this John, is it?
0: Yes, Ross.
4: Okay, well, what happens with my phone? Um, you, you're very loud on the radio, but very at the moment you're very uh, distant. Uh, mate, I've been backpacking around central west uh, New South Wales. I've been to Burke, Dubbo, uh, Lightning Ridge, and I sleep on the ground. I'm a backpacker. I'm on ground level, and I've seen five mice in, uh, in Burrell. That's about it. So where's this plague coming from?
0: What, I don't know where it's coming from. Nobody does. Is Oh, Jesus. I, I, I don't know what you mean, Ross. Where is it coming from? It's coming from the mice.
4: I, I've been on the road out there, mate, and I haven't seen... Any more than five mice. One was in a shop in Inverell just the other day. Uh, I haven't seen hundreds of thousands of mice eating our crops in the fields and everything else, or in town.
0: Okay. Well, you haven't been in the area where the mice are, obviously.
4: Well, they might be out on the uh, on the stations where they do have that sort. Well, of
0: well that's exactly where they are. It's grain. That's exactly where they are.
4: Well, I, I just think. Um, It's like this. Remember the uh, weapons of mass destruction and all the propaganda that went with that? Well, these are are not mice of mass destruction, are they?
0: Yes, they are. Prove
4: the point.
0: Well, you don't have to. The the mouse plague in western New South Wales is destroying crops. It's destroying livelihoods. Hang on. It's leaving some businesses. uh, You won't be quiet, will you? Just shut up and listen to what I've got to say, Ross. Okay, be quiet. The mouse plague in Western New South Wales is decimating the crops, destroying the crops, destroying livelihoods, and leaving some businesses at absolute breaking point. They're going to go bust.
4: You keep saying to people you can get anything off the internet. Show me. I don't
0: say that to people. I say you can get what you you can get anything off the internet, but you better not believe it all.
4: Well, I don't believe that there's mass plague proportion of mice. I was in Gilgandra lying on the ground at night and a little mouse jumped into my bag because he had a little bit of bread that I had left and he uh, ch- ch- chose to take a little bit for himself. He's had a plague, is it?
0: Uh, and do you know more than all the people who are reporting on the plague? I love it- your show. been a long-time listener. Good.
4: But I don't think, as you say, uh, don't don't ham it up or, or make something out of nothing. Now, if I see a snake, is that a snake plague too?
0: No, you're being silly.
4: You know, people people are, are, have got a, an imagination on them. W-
0: listen, when was the last time you were out west?
4: I just say get the facts straight. No,
0: no, 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 no. You haven't answered the question. Not true. Uh, w- when was the last time you were out west, Ross? Out where? Out west. When was the last time you were out west?
4: Days ago at Inverell, right? At the day before that in Bingra. Uh, t- four days before that out at uh, uh, Lightning Ridge.
0: How long have you been in Tweed Heads? Sorry? How long have you been in Tweed Heads?
4: Uh, two days.
0: OK, but the farmers are telling a different story.
4: Down level, that's where mice are. Uh,
0: yeah, I know, but I'm, 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 I'm very interested in all of that. But I'm telling you that the farmers... But be, be, your... be quiet for a minute. I'm telling you the farmers are telling a different story.
4: I'm sure they do have their plague proportion where there's grains, where there's... Well,
0: that's what we're talking about. And
4: then there's snakes. I, I, I was a Narrabri boy in the 70s.
0: OK, but we're not talking about the 70s. We're talking about now and we're talking about... Saturday the...
4: afternoon, crossing the road.
0: Anyway, the mice are in plague proportions and I'm sick of talking to you because I'm wasting my time and yours. Yeah, Ross, go and have a talk to the farmers. Go and have a talk to the people who are genuinely affected and you're not one of those people. A couple of texts here that are good laws. read that caller, Ross, who claims the mouse plague is a myth. I have no doubt uh, he's telling the truth. I mean, can you blame the mice for avoiding him? (laughs) Yeah, Muzz in Newcastle. It doesn't look good. Yeah, Ross was a bit off the track. Morning, John. Uh, Matt from Newy. Your last caller may not have had a mouse in his bag, but he's got (laughs) bats in his belfry. That's funny. I spoke earlier this morning about a hair salon on the Gold Coast that has made the extraordinary... Uh, extraordinary decision to refuse uh, service to customers who have received the coronavirus vaccine. Now, I don't know whether the story is true or not, or just a built-up, but uh, to tell us more, I'm delighted to say we have the salon's owner, Yasmina Elder, on the line. Yasmina, are you there?
5: Hello, I am here.
0: Okay, I'm glad you're there. Thank you. Are you seriously banning vaccine recipients from your
5: salon? I am seriously putting up a boundary that I do not want them in the salon at this point in time until we know more about this experimental
2: shot.
0: Aren't you encouraging people not to have the vaccine?
5: No, that's not correct. I'm encouraging um, that we spend a bit more time in, in actually figuring out what the side effects are for this. I don't think we truly know.
0: But, but in the meantime, you're slowing them down about having the vaccine.
5: No, in the meantime, in the meantime, I'm saying that I want to protect myself and my staff and my clients, and so until we know more, I'm just saying, hey, those of you that have had this, I would prefer that you do not enter the space.
0: Do you understand how dangerous that could be?
5: Um, to who?
0: Huh?
5: Who, who is it dangerous
0: to? Well, your clients. Be- before vaccines become available to the public... Huge clinical trials test them to make sure that they are right and safe, and they're tested on thousands of people. Isn't that enough for you?
5: We are that, like, quite literally, they're being tested on thousands of people. Yes, that's why we're in this experimental phase till 2023. But from what I am hearing directly from my clients and from women that all over the world that are reaching out to me and that I've spoken with, some of the Effects that are being um, presented at the moment are just something that I'm I'm not going to ignore.
0: Tell me, this: Do you know what the TGA is? Yes. What is it?
5: It's it's insurance and covering us as individuals.
0: You don't have any idea, do you? It's the Therapeutic Goods Administration, and. uh, Vaccines must pass very strict safety testing before the therapeutic goods administration.
5: Yeah, and have they have they been? Yeah. Yes they have. Uh, yeah. But isn't it true that we're going through an experiment? Yeah, yes. now yes. until 2023. Yes. So how have they been tested when they've literally just come out within a year when vaccines actually needed to go through this testing for over like 10 yeah. years normally it takes.
0: Do you uh, do you really uh, understand that the actual effect
5: Stand. I don't, I've got nothing to, I don't, people can go and get vaccinated, it's not that I'm against it, it's the fact that right now what I'm calling for is that we just like, I am not a fan for it right now and I don't fully trust some of the effects that I am hearing and that's, so
0: so you've, so, so in other words, you don't trust your clients to have enough intelligence to make up their own mind as to whether they want to have the vaccine or not? I beg your pardon?
5: No, you're twisting my words, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm not
0: twisting your words. Shouldn't it be up to the client to make their own decision about whether or not they get vaccinated? That's
5: correct. And shouldn't it be up to the business owner to also make a decision of, of what they want to do within their business?
0: Yes, you don't have to you don't have to serve people in your in your shop if you don't want to, but you're making that decision for them by saying they can't go into your salon.
5: Totally. And I'm also a niche salon. Like you said, it's a high vibe frequency salon. It's not a normal generic hair salon. So therefore, I'm going to attract more kind of holistic approach people. So
0: in your Facebook post, you referred to several side effects like blood clots and seizure and even death. (coughs) Hang on. Could, uh, hang on, could, could, you, could, you, could you please explain to me how you're protecting your customers by barring vaccinated people when the side effects you referred to aren't in any way contagious? They're not contagious. So who are you protecting?
5: I'm not answering that question.
0: Why aren't you answering the question? Because you don't know the answer, that's why.
5: Protecting. I've told you who I'm protecting. Is this just, to, what, what are you trying to get out of this?
0: What am I trying to get out of it?
5: Yeah. What, well, like,
0: well, nothing. I'm, I'm trying to work out why you have such a stupid attitude.
5: Okay, well, I told you. So you've, you've gotten your answer. I don't run around calling you stupid and saying shit like that. Like,
0: there are absolutely no credible reports at all that vaccinated people can make other people sick.
5: Fine. And maybe there will be in another, like, five years. So,
0: So you want to live in a world of maybe, do you?
5: I want to live in a world of actually get some results on this before we go and inject everyone with it.
0: Listen, the point, the point of, with you, Yasmina, my dear, is that you don't know what you're talking about.
5: Okay, maybe, maybe not, but you can also not say that the women that I'm in direct contact... Are you speaking to women all over the world and actually having direct conversations with them about their menstrual cycle?
0: No, I haven't, but I've spoken to a number of women... And we certainly get a lot of reaction on this, uh, this radio program from women.
5: Okay, and that is where I'm taking a stance. It's, it's got nothing to do with me not being into vaccines or anything like that. I'm literally saying that I'm in direct contact with women who are experiencing side effects.
0: Okay, but you're not a scientist, are you?
5: No, are you?
0: No, I'm not. That's why I'm asking you these questions. I don't claim to be a scientist.
5: Neither do I.
0: Well, you're acting like you know more about it than the average scientist. I mean, if this were dangerous, it would not be permitted. Who knows?
5: We'll see what
0: happens with this experimental. Oh, dear, dear,
5: dear.
0: Well, Yasmin, my dear, that's a cop out if ever I heard one. We'll wait and see what happens. Wouldn't it have been good if we had to wait to see what happened with mustard gas in the First World War? Yes, there you go. That's a good idea, Yasmina, because there's no way you're going to win that battle, my dear. Uh, and uh, to put it very bluntly, you are stupid. And I hope too many people are not paying attention to your stupid comments. <music> yes, as far as the vaccines are concerned, just, just remember, there was a time when we had uh, a TB shot or a smallpox uh, vaccine. Vaccines are pretty important. Don't forget it. Mm -hmm. Well, it is that I must leave you now. And I do hope that you enjoy the remains of the day. I thank you for listening. And you be kind to each other.
3: Let me be a little kinder Let me be a little blinder To the faults of those about me Let me praise a little more Let me be...